Good evening, everyone. It's Monday night, and welcome to the Tilt and Talk Show, sponsored by Small Affordable Cars. I'm Paul Hitkist, and tonight we're joined by Mr. Road Mark Adams. Good evening, everybody. All the way from the USA, doing his best impression of Wayne Rooney, he's Mark Meredith. Evening all. Craig Courtney. Good evening all. Alan Watson. Good evening. Chris Brown. Good evening. And saving the best till last, Claire Giblin. Good evening. You know, I said the right things, don't I? (laughs) So there's only one place to start. I want to wish King Charles a speedy recovery after he's been recently in the last sort of few hours or so diagnosed with prostate cancer. So uh, I'm sure we all, I'm sure I speak for everyone here when we want to send our best wishes and wish him a speedy recovery and all the best. So start us off then, Rob. You was there, weren't you, Saturday? Obviously, we narrowly uh, lose the game 1-0. And um, from what I saw, I was too busy bopping to Gok Wan, uh, as you all know. <laughs> so I'll, I'll hand over to you and Claire to uh, talk us through the day and the game and everything. Just give us your thoughts. Cheers, Paul. Um, I thought we looked really comfortable for most of the game, to be fair. I mean, I'm I'm surprised Albion are in the top six, if that's the level of performance. They look so average. They were there for the taking. Um, uh, game-wise, their support was... When Claire backed me up on this, their support was silent virtually. They didn't seem to have a lot to get excited about. We we looked really comfortable first half. Um, I think Pritchard was he only played a half, but he was my man of the match. Um, yeah. It's just it's just it's just getting the ball in the back of the net. It's just mm. you know we're crying out for a striker now. Um, even when we had the chance where Long um, you know hit the post second half and it sort of rolled across the goal mouth, there was no one with that killer instinct and that kind of summed it up. There's nobody there to just dive in or to just get on the end of it, and we just, we just, we just two thirds of the pitch we look good, but it's just the final third. Um, Dembele's decision making was was terrible at times, um, and it, it's sod law, you know. They go and, and break, and, and that man, you know, I'm not going to say his name, but uh, yeah, he's the one who ended up scoring the winner. But um, yeah, I mean, loads of positives. I think it's only a matter of time before we we do really click and we do sort of beat someone convincingly, um, which. You know, I think we'll do that on Friday. I'm convinced we'll win on Friday. To be fair, mm. um, it was just—it's just a good performance. Just disappointing that we just that final third. Just we do, don't look threatening at all. I mean, yeah, that, that's why forward players cost the most money, isn't it, Mark? Because they put the ball in yeah. the back of the games. And exactly. that, that, that's, that's it. Yeah, that's it. But um, yeah. loads of positive, loads of positive. Yeah, Claire, how was your day? Um, yeah, it was a really good day, to be fair. Um, we got there quite early. Um, thank you to the cricket club who let us in, even though they didn't want to weigh fans in because of obviously what happened the week before. Um, went down there, obviously met Robe. So Robe stood next to me and actually had what I uh, a quiet guy next to me. <laughs> I don't think it was. He heard me in full voice. Um I know that a lot of West Brom fans said that we were some of the loudest support that they've had. Um, they were really quiet. I couldn't believe how quiet they were for a natural derby. They only woke up when they scored. Um, I think it's saying what, what Robe said. I think they weren't the best team we've played this season. I'm surprised they're that high up. We, we just lacked that clinical finish, that somebody to unlock the door. I thought the subs were a bit strange as well. Um, I knew Buchanan was on a yellow and they did attack down the wings as well um, but bringing Bakun on at right back was a bit of a strange one but um, Pritchard was brilliant I can't wait to see him carry on playing in a blue shirt I thought Miyashi had a good game Jay was a bit quiet 
But the first half, you were like, nil, nil, we'll go in and then we'll see what happens. And all of a sudden, Pritchard gets taken off at half-time, which obviously we know it's a calf strain now. Mm. But that was a bit of a strange one. But that Sung Ho, was, he was quite good, actually. He, yeah. he impressed yeah. me as well. Um, we were lucky. We were really good on corners. That's one thing that we, we beat them all day long on corners. I just think we could have played it on the floor a bit more. They were massive. They were such a tall team. Uh, me and Rogue kept saying we're just launching it up to Pritchard who's about five foot four you got Miyashi who's tiny as well so we lack the height but they, they scored a goal against the a play and then obviously we had the instances with Bakuna but him at the end coming over to clap us nearly caused a riot in the Blues end <laughs> um, I'm surprised that they don't he didn't get a booking or anything so fair play to Laird who pushed him out the way to be honest mm. because <laughs> we were stood there and also there was about 100 fans just came bombing down by us but yeah it's a shame really I was really I was really expecting something but we, I think it's a must win on Friday and I think we can beat them but we need to win against Sheffield Wednesday and Blackburn because all of a sudden we are creeping slowly lower down and it's yeah not- yeah I think we've got to defend properly as well, haven't we? Well, you know the goals that we've conceded in the last two games you know we conceded four and I think all of them are pretty avoidable to be honest you know you've got to start you've got to close the man down crossing the ball and it happened at Leicester and it happened again on Saturday and you know you get the wrong side of your man then as well when the ball comes in then you know he's got an opportunity to finish and that's exactly what happened on uh, with Vardy's header at Leicester and on yeah. Saturday as well you know so um, but yeah Craig give us your thoughts mate and just before you do obviously you mentioned Janino Bakuna there as well Claire and um, in the stadium obviously did you see much of what was going on with that at the time or yeah, all of a sudden it stopped. So where all the hassle was for the Wolves fans, it came from over that way. And all yeah. of a sudden, the Kuna called the referee over and it stopped for about five minutes, was it, Robe? And they were talking. Yeah, and, five minutes. and we knew straight away something could happen and his whole demeanour dropped. Yeah. Like at the end, I generally thought he was going to cry, and he just looked yeah. straight at the Blues fans and just clapped for his face. It was, he was glad. He was he not was nice enough. To, he wasn't yeah. nice to see at all, and it's yeah. second time now. It's just not good enough. No, it's an absolute disgrace, and it needs to be clamped down on. That they need to do something more to try and stop it, because you know anyone, mm. anyone with that mindset going to a football match, you know, if they've got any intention of doing anything like that, then you know, as far as I'm concerned. They should be banned for life. Well, West Brom are the main people for black players. You know, if you look in their history and if you look how many black players that they've got playing for them, it does not make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. No. Can I I just say, because I watched it on television, I I got a close-up what was going on on the touchline. And basically, the steward, the chief steward who they called, didn't want to know. He just kept looking and going, no, no, no. And uh, uh, Bakuna was pointing the bloke out. He, he kept going, him there with the glasses. And they didn't want to do anything. Mm. They just and, and the commentators, which we'll probably go on to a bit later on, they said, right, oh, he's making a fuss over nothing. If anybody said, like, said anything like that, the Albion fans would have heard it. Well, they did hear it. Mm. They didn't do anything about it. I mean, it was it was dealt with very, very badly. And he got very upset because he kept saying, it's him there. That's the guy. And they just yeah. looked, stared at him. If he'd gone mad. Mm. Uh, 
and and you're right, it did take a long time, and we never got that time back at the end of the game. And mm. as as for that Villa idiot going over to our lot, I mean, he should have been he should have been red carded for that and banned for a month because that is ludicrous, absolute ludicrous, lunacy. Mm. Anyway, carry on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you could, you could potentially entice a riot doing stuff like that. And yeah. what happened? What, what happened in that stadium the week before as well? You know, you think he had a bit of a brain between his ears, wouldn't you? Yeah. Uh, and he's playing for Villa, so are you surprised? No. Sorry. Anyway, Craig, over to you, mate. I mean, firstly, just to echo what Watto said there, I, I watched it as well, and yes, there was there was an element, I would even go as far as saying an element of covering up. They didn't want it to be heard and thought about coming from the club. Um, you know, we wholeheartedly, as does everybody else, back the Kuno. Racism should be nowhere near the sport. It's rife at the moment and it has to stop. Yeah. But there are many other things from, from that day that, you know, stood out. I mean, firstly, I thought it was the most dull and boring game probably this season oh, that I have, have seen. Yeah. Um, could quite easily have fell asleep during the first half. Second half picked up. But I think that was because actually we had two sets of players that decided they were going to put the foot in a little bit rather than than trying to dance around each other, as you saw in the first half. I thought it was one mistake that let us down, but again, it's one mistake that's cost us. Um, Bielik did lose his man. He did hold his hands up, you know, and, and say it. So I applaud them for, for saying I've made the mistake, but they've got to cut cut them out because they are they are costing us. Yeah, 100%. In terms of, in terms of the rest of it, you know, yes, Pritchard showed some fantastic touches and I'll tell you what I was talking to somebody earlier on and saying that boy can whip the ball and, and his, his crossing was superb and mm. I, I, what I'd like to see actually is is Djokovic on the pitch when he's whipping those balls in because if you can put this at a pinpoint accuracy you, we're going to put them away constantly because they were just superb mm. he also didn't stop putting his foot in he wasn't afraid to have a go and that actually g up quite a few of the others. I think he, he brought a few along with it. My, my man of the match um, was was actually a lone from QPR. Our forty was superb. Um, his passing was just second to none throughout the whole of the game. And I just thought, you know, he, he's really, really beginning to shine. And I think um, the more we have them together, the better, better things are, are going to be. Um, Overall, though, yeah, I was disappointed. Then I just look at it and think, Do you know, I, I, I agree with Mark. Hey, they're in the top six, and if they stay in the top six the way they're playing, they've got absolutely no chance. They'll be a better team that will will come into there and, and, and take over. But they didn't show too much for me. We showed enough that I think on Friday we'll get a result up at Hillsborough. And on that front, club get another 1,400 tickets today. Yeah. So you know, it's going to take our following to just shy of three and a half thousand if we sell all those, which I think we will. Yeah. So it'd be phenomenal Friday night on the TV and three and a half thousand back in your Incredible. team. It's not. Ask. It's not the cheapest place to go to either. No. 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 no, no never no. asked. Over, no. Never asked. No. no. Over to Mark Meredith in uh, in Dallas, mate. Give us your thoughts, and uh, I presume you watched the game, did you? Yeah, I did. I watched it on the TV. And again, you know, I echo everybody else's thoughts on it. it you know, it wasn't a, a superb game. It wasn't one for the uh, for the eye, really. But I think I just came away disappointed uh, a little bit. It was not disappointed in the effort and the um, 
ability of the players like we have done in the past. I think it was more disappointment because it was there to take and win. And, um, you know, the big thing for us now, I think we've we've missed a massive gap again in January by not getting a striker in because, um, as we've seen in the last four, five, six years, is we're struggling down at the bottom on relegation fights because we don't win games that are maybe there to be won. We don't have a prolific goal scorer in the team and then the mistakes we do make, the one or two a game, get punished. You know, to be fair to West Brom, they didn't have a very good game. They punished a mistake from us. They get themselves a goal. They go and win the game. That's that, That's how you do it. That's how the promotion teams do it. You know, you scrap and you and you get your three points. Um, you know, Craig totally beat me to it on the Dizal one. I thought the Dizal was a a real shining point. Um, you watch him on the field; he wants to get around. Um, he's everywhere the ball is. He wants to have it, which is great. Seems like he's full of confidence. His passing's great. You know, his his final pass maybe a little bit let him down a little bit um, a couple of times just with that through ball. That's something that I'm sure will come. Um, but again. It was one of those. It was marred by the racism incident at the end. Um, just obviously after they scored their goal, um, and then we just didn't have that time at the end. I think to get get an equaliser, we were very unlucky with with Long's uh, shot off the post, which you know in another day. And if you live ten minutes down the road from us, it seems that that goes in off ten players. Um, for us, it's you know a whisker of the a paint of the post, before, and it goes straight into the goalkeeper's hands. So a little bit of luck there. Could have been a little bit different, but you know we certainly are showing a lot more confidence and drive within um, Mowbray's team. But again, results <clears> on <throat> field is what's going to be the uh, the clear point going into the end of the season. I just hope we can start to pick up points when we need to and and get ourselves away because it gets to the stage again that we don't come away too frustrated about Saturday. But with QPR winning as well, it's four points again, and you know. It, it just it keeps you on your shoulders all the time. So I think it's just about getting a few wins under our belt and, and really looking, you know, at the middle half of the league and, and, and not the bottom like we have done yeah. for the last couple of years. For me, go, going back on Dazelle, I think it looks like QPR's loss there is our gain so far. And yeah. if the shoe was on the other foot there and we were sending one of our players out to QPR to make them better, I wouldn't be very happy about that, would you? QPR... QPR's blogs have all said that they think he's a great player, but they've never got anything out of him. You know, they've never got the best out of him. Uh, so maybe, I, I, I mean, I, I wasn't I wasn't as impressed as perhaps you were, um, because he he wasn't in the game enough. But but let's hope let's hope you know coming into our team he finds he finds his best form. He has, he has, he obviously has got some ability, um, but it's just it's, what what all our players lack is effectiveness. You know, we play some decent football, but we we can't we can't finish it off, and mm-hmm. we're not effective. Now, uh, where uh, there was criticism of um, Dembele, which I understand, but he was he was the one that was trying to create something. But in the end, was ineffective. You know, he'd beat one or two players. He wouldn't get the ball across. He wouldn't get a shot off. Uh, mm. Same really with Stansfield. He he get the you know he had he had two shots. One 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 he got a bit of oof behind. The other one, it was a pass back. You know, 
ineffective. Now, he, those are the two of, of our players that we hope are going to create something. But on Saturday, they were all, they were all ineffective. Um, Pritchard started the game wonderfully well, but was ineffective in the end. He didn't, you know, it's not his fault there isn't a, there isn't a, 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 a Djokovic there. You know, he, 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 he puts good crosses in, he puts good passes in, and, but we, we, don't, we don't make the best of them. The one thing, uh, what we haven't mentioned is, uh, we, we're talking about taking uh, Buchanan off. They did him in the first minute of the game, right in yeah. front, right in front on the halfway line. Woof! He, 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 they, they, as, as his as his leg followed through, the bloke done him, right, uh. and he took him a bit of time, and then to finish him off just before half time, they repeated the dose. So he was. I know he he, he struggled on, but uh, <laughs> you know there was there was. There was things like that going on that were annoying me. Come on, referee. You've seen what's happened there. You know, they've done it to him twice and, and nobody got booked for it. Uh, the 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 one where their bloke should have been sent off, uh, you know the referee's made a mistake because he let us get away with the same thing. That yeah. lynch, if, if he sent Sonish off, that would lynched him. So he thought to himself, well, I've made one mistake, I'll make up for it. Now, yeah, Sonny should have gone off. But Sonny, she's <laughs> thinking, what are you getting? I can get away with anything because the referee ain't going to send their bloke off. He ain't going to send me off. Yeah, it does concern yeah, me. You have to take him off in the end. Yeah, but Buchanan is one that concerns me. If he gets injured, we don't have anyone in the same street to go left back. Um, no. Whereas if Laird gets injured, we got Drama. I know Drama's injured at the moment, but he's deputised uh, for Laird really well at right back. And you know, and don't get me wrong, Longello comes in and does his best, but he's just better going forward than defensively. And Buchanan's such an important player for us. But another thing that's concerned me as well, and I wasn't aware of this, Steve Portman has said that they were getting abused as well on the way out. And West Bromwich Albion and West Midlands Police are investigating into that as well. So yeah. have we heard about yeah, that? Yeah, yeah I've heard, um, I've heard a bit about that. Mm. It's not fair, like. Just ridiculous uh, football yeah, match. Who, who was uh, abusing you, Paul? Nobody was abusing me. I'm talking about accessible blues on their way out. Some of our disabled supporters. Oh, right. Oh, okay. I mean, let's be clear. This has got to go on more than more than one ground every every weekend. You know what I mean? I think it's it's quite rife. Horrible to say, but it's a disgrace. It is, yeah. You know. It's we never gone away. It's never gone away. No, no, nobody, no. nobody should ever have to come out of a football match no. and abused by anybody. No, no, that's right. Um, and nobody should, <laughs> nobody, nobody should go to do their job either and play for a football club and be abused either in any way. Yeah, well, no. you know. Totally so, totally um, totally you know, as the far thing as is, we give, we all... give the people the airtime. You know, the more we talk yeah, about it, the more true. they get the airtime, and then they actually mm. spot on. It sounds daft. You want to highlight the problem, but actually, it. it it, it just brings it more to light and then people think we've won we've got her you know we're going to do this again and it'll get heard and heard and heard it's happened at Coventry it's happened at Birmingham mm-hmm. it, it probably happens you know at, at Birmingham as well you know we don't, mm-hmm. I can't, can't say that we, you don't hear different things because I think everybody hears comments that could be mm-hmm. construed as being derogatory but yeah. at the end of the day it, it has to be stamped out how they do it 
I do not know because you know you can't stop everybody and then let's face it the West Brom fans will have heard it you're right Watto they'd have heard it around them yeah. but they're mm. not going to be in one of their own it no. just happen and it would happen at every single ground it, would. it does have to stop how they do it I just do not know the one thing I can say is I encourage everybody to report it there are mechanisms to report it there are mechanisms to report racial slurs sexy slurs you know the, the Her Game 2 website use that if there are, are comments of which there were comments on Sunday during the commentary that were yeah. just totally uncalled for and not needed really? and that came from their commentary team mm-hmm. you know so God. Yeah, that's been that's been reported. Uh, yeah, there's been um, a lot of reports on that. Like yeah. a lot of, I've had so many people tell me it how was, to report it. So it, it, it was not only abusive; it was ignorant. They they yeah. obviously knew nothing about us. I mean, the first comment was that our biggest weakness weakness was down the flanks. Well, we got the best two full backs in the in the league. <laughs> that's ain't where we're weak. We're weak no. in the middle. Uh, yeah. and uh, and. Every time, every time there was a foul, if it was if it, if it was an Albion foul, he's he, uh, screaming, "Our blokes are diving!" Uh, and every time, every time we 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 foul them, then it's 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 got to be a red card or or if not a hanging at least. I mean, they yeah. were a bit dreadful. And, and and as I say, the it was ignorant. They 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 said about the the, the racist slur. Oh, it can't possibly be happening. We must be wrong. You know, uh, oh, he's making a fuss over nothing and all this sort of business. Well, unless you're a black man in his position, you ain't you ain't got any right to say what he's thinking, feeling, or anything else. No. And he ain't likely to make it up, is he? I mean, no. goodness me, you got to you got to have a bit of pride, surely, uh, and, mm. and start making things up about people. He's ridiculous, but that's what they were accusing him of. I mean, uh, I I almost. I was so in, I was annoyed with our performance because, you know, I, I sat here and I thought we're never going to score. We're, ne- we're never going to score. And of course, I get one one clear cut chance, and in it goes. And I'm thinking, here we go again. Uh, and then listening to this lot talking about it, I'm, uh, I was. I mean, you haven't, you haven't put my uh, blog out yet, but when. When you do, when you hear it, oh, I, I, I watched it again myself afterwards, and I said, "Did I, you know, did I go over the top here?" Because I was so annoyed, and it came across in what I said. Um, mm. You know, I, I was, I was going to ring it up, say, "Perhaps you better edit that." But uh, no, let it, let it go. You know, as far as I'm concerned, and this is how my mind works, and I think this is how everyone's mind should work. That let's say, for example, we're playing Norwich at home. You know, mm. anybody wearing our colours on that pitch or in the stands is blue. And anybody, you know, wearing Norwich shirts and playing for Norwich is, is yellow. And that's it. That's the only colours in football, mm. as far as I'm concerned. We're all, yeah. we're, all, we're, all, we're, all we're all, you know, united together, supporting the yes. same club. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. So, yeah. So, but anyway, Mark Meredith, what have you been up to today then? You had a bit of a, because you're acting all posh and professional. Let's go into work mode. <laughs> Not much, really. Now, we, had, uh, we actually got a couple of guys over from the... Um, Football Association in Ireland, a couple of coaches. So they were doing some coach education um, with our our coaches here at the club. 
And then we're doing an, an on that was off the field in the office. We did um, some presentation work. So we're going to now go on the field tonight with some of our teams. So, you know, biggest thing for us is just is just um, trying to bring in different things to keep all our younger coaches obviously developing as well because that's what we're you know we're looking for that we're looking for the more development off the field than we are on it um, mm. so we can just all keep learning mm. so yeah it was interesting it was interesting to see and it's a European model coming here to the States so obviously it's people see different things but um, it's something that we can keep on doing and, and keep building and, and hopefully from there so yeah it, it's always enjoyable yeah, and is there a path for progression for yourself? I mean, which, what's your ambition to eventually come back here and manage the Blues or what? Like to. Really. <laughs> I'm not sure if we can put up with you guys as fans, though. That's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> I think what this show did to Rooney. Yeah, no, obviously you want to you want to get better. I don't yeah. don't think I'd ever go as far as saying I'm going to be in the professional game. Um, but you want to get you want to get better, and and the fact that. You know, I always want to do something around um, Birmingham. I'm happy here in the States, but if that's something that we maybe we could link in with the club or something like that, then I would love to. But yeah, biggest thing for me is just, you know, keep, keep developing myself away. I, I love the game, as you yeah. can tell, as a fan and, a, and a, a, like a professional in in what I'm doing. But you got to keep learning every day, disappointments and, and successes and, and just keep going. Yeah, absolutely. Some good comments coming in from people as well. Dan Nash must admit, love how it's so hard to get an away ticket now. Once they're out, they're yeah, gone. They're gone. They're gone. That would be nice to see with the home games as well now. You know, if we can get that yeah. at home as well, yeah. eventually. It's not going to Just on that, office. Paul. Sorry, Paul. Yeah. Just on that. So talking about that, I thought the video that uh, Wagner put out last week was oh, great. Yeah. You know, just to push That's... on the Sunderland game. It's very professional and very much, yeah. like, you know, like he's a part. He knows what we want as a club. And I think that was I. I sat there and look, looked at it and just felt excited just from that interview. Yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah, and what they've done there is he's he's very good, isn't it? Really, you know, yeah. really good. Um, again, Blues have fouled in the final third. Everywhere else, we we competed. That's Ray Hobro. Um, any shot was like a pass. Need training on kicking a ball in properly. You know, kicking the ball properly. That's Dave Twine. Very good point. You know, when we get into those threatening positions, we just don't. It was the same at Leicester, wasn't it? It was more like there was just no. Venom in the shots at all, wasn't really. Um, yeah, mm. I like the way Dizal takes the ball from our defenders and takes it forward. That's Ray Hobro again. Uh, what else we got? Any more, Chris? You got any more uh, there, mate? I've just been reading a few, actually. Uh, going back to the Albion ground, have you just read this one from Michael Woods? No. Uh, right. Okay, reminding me of the Richard Sneaks game uh, years ago. One chance. Yep. One yep. chance. We only had one chance. Yep. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> right. Yeah. We battered them that day. Can't remember the year, but no doubt the panel were advised. <coughs> it was early in Trevor's reign. Not seven. We give him a football lesson and three points. Unbelievable. Yeah, <laughs> yeah good way of putting it. Mm. John McCarthy, he must have missed two or three sitters that day. One on one. Yeah. 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 Uh, oh, wow. Matthew says, um, "Who do you think we've not seen? Why do you think we've not seen Dixon appear yet?" They clearly don't feel like he's ready, do they, for the first team yet? Yeah. The big jump I'm up from Yeah, I'm surprised he never went out on loan then, to be honest. Like, I think that would have been really, really good to get him down to, like, League One or even League Two and just get him some games, you know, if he's that yeah. good, get him out there. Because the under-21s, 23s, whatever it is, is a lot different to the men's game. 
So I was surprised yeah, I didn't go, do you want to go out online for six months? Then when you come back, let's see what you've done and build from there. Because everyone's yeah. calling for him. Mm. But it was nice to see the bench was a bit more stronger. I mean, mm. you know, we didn't have um, certain people there and certain people didn't come on. So we were all really happy. Uh, you about Claire? Come on. <laughs> well... Yeah, we know who I'm talking about. Hey, Beyonce makes Roberts a great never came on. But Burke wasn't anywhere near it, and Roberts wasn't so. Is they? They're obviously the players that Mowbray was talking about. You know, they 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 they've been given chance after chance. You haven't produced so. No. Gary Gardner, yeah. another one. Hmm. Yeah. Gary Gardner was nowhere near. Um, but they're yeah, going to have to get used. They're going to have to get used to, aren't they? Yeah. I think Gary Gardner can live with his head held high though in the summer if he does go when he's. Oh home. yeah. Yeah, he's done. He's served us well. Yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah, the 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 other two obviously have only been here five minutes, but haven't really brought us a thing at all between them yet. But hopefully, Robert in particular, he can get better because he's ours, and he signed like a three or four year contract, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah. So you know, hopefully, what, he can start mm. to do some stuff for us. Just on, just on the game as well. Go on, Mark. Sorry, Claire. Just on the game as well. I think. You know, having averaging goal and he's not played obviously a lot for us over the last couple of years. I, I didn't feel um, worried about that. I thought he had a, a pretty decent game. You know, obviously there was a goal against him, which I, nothing he could do with it. But there wasn't any. I, I didn't go in as a fan panicking that we've got to put this kid in goal and he's. You know, we, our, re, our first team goalkeeper is um, is injured and so on. So I think average had a, a pretty steady game, and I think. Um, if, for instance, already is injured for the next three or four weeks, then we've got a real good replacement there. Mm, I yeah. think so. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's never really let us down massively at all, has he, when he's played? I don't think. Uh, I mean, I never never worry about Esther. I mean, he only lost his place because he was seriously, seriously ill and, and we had to go and find another goalkeeper. He was ill, he was uh, right, and he yeah. took him... I mean, the, the guy was near, near death and mm. it took him a year, really, to, to, to get back to being a professional goalkeeper again he he played a game after about six months and he he wasn't he wasn't right but yeah he's back he's back to his best now and unfortunately he's he's been replaced and can't get his place back now he's he's got a bit of a chance now mm. uh he'll it, put him in the shop window if we if we move him on at the end of the season yeah. um you know he's still an international he still gets called up for for that um i i i I agree with you. He's, you know, he, he shouldn't be a problem. The problem will be if he gets injured, then then we're in trouble. Um, yeah, because we've we've only got what is eighteen? Is he the the the, the second the second keeper now? That's when the yeah, emergency loan comes in. If we get if Edwards gets injured, then emergency loan comes Mercy in. Then alone, we don't yeah. have any pro yeah. goalkeepers on the books without a fit. So I suppose so. Yeah. But to get get back to Dixon, uh, I, I'm I'm. I'm I'm talking to Claire now. I'm, I'm trying to look on a positive. If we'd have if we'd have loaned him out, uh, mm. and s- suddenly decided we needed, we couldn't have put him in because he, he he's, he's out, out, out of the. At least him staying here is mean if he suddenly has a burst of form or whatever, and we can't leave him out, then we can put him in. So that the, there's a bit of a positive there. I I'd like to think you know that the people. Well, we don't want him out on loan. We want him here in case. In case it gets to the point where we say now he is ready and we can put him in then, yeah. um, that's 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 just. I mean, I might be clutching at straws here a bit, but hopefully that's what they're thinking. 
Um, yeah. Because we, we, we've got to we've got to find somebody. Um, mm. You know, I, I, I thought Anderson has looked as positive as anybody else uh, in that sort of second striker role. Um, but again, he's, he's how many games has he had? He has scored. Um, mm. Yeah, and on that on that one as well, Alan. If you look at it now, Anderson was Anderson's obviously been told that he's not required to so to speak. They were asking him to go out. Um, on Rotherham. transfer deadline day to Rotherham and, and that was the fact that probably why we didn't bring in an, a, another player was because Anderson decided no I don't want to leave and to be fair to Anderson he said listen I want to try and fight for my spot I know it's not guaranteed I'll do all I can to, to do that but it's also the coach saying to him listen you're you're not really 100% part of my plan so if you do want to leave you can so you know that, so it doesn't look like that's the, the choice for Mowbray right now uh, maybe that will change. I'm, I'm glad he didn't leave. I think he'll give us. He's an extra. He's he's a good player for me. I think he's going to give us you give us something between now and the end of the season. Mm. Um, but it doesn't look like he's going to be the first choice to be thrown in at any point if the other people are fit. No. Yeah, um, I understand that. I understand that. Well, I'm just, I'm just I'm just I mean we've at Leicester and and at Sat on Saturday he was positive. He 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 was aggressive. He 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 was he. He's strong, and he knock, you know, he he, he he knocks people over and, and 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 whatever. Now, again, like all the others, he's not effective. He's, he's, mm. He doesn't finish the job. Um, and and, 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 and I suppose down to the fact he doesn't play them. Uh, and and oh, I guess yeah. this, this is what comes down to you know, consistency in a team. He's then down to not swapping and changing your players every five minutes, like we had under Rooney. We do seem to have an element of consistency under Mowbray, but it, uh, I still firmly believe we are yet to see our strongest eleven on the field. Yeah, mm. Mm. yeah. I, I don't... Yeah, one thing we haven't done in a little while um, is the off the field and on the field ratings out of ten. Mm. Uh, where are we at? Where are we all at now? Claire, I'll start with you. Off the field and on the field. Um, and, and on this the goes field. Out to all our viewers. Yeah, because that's all I've used. Yeah, well. I was, I went really low with Rooney. I think, um, I think we're about an eight point five. I think. I think if we had a decent striker and took our chances, would be a solid nine. Um, I think the way we play, we do move the ball a lot better. We, I mean, the possession we had on Saturday was where we wanted it, where we want it to be. We just need to be more clinical, and I think. They've still got a lot of work to do is in the pricing. So Sunderland is lovely, but if you don't know anyone who's gold and platinum, you don't get free ticket for being part of the initiative. It's still thirty pound. Mm, yeah. So it's still a lot. So it's a bit like, oh, so they can get it for a tenner, and I'm still paying twenty. No, sorry, twenty pound more for thirty. So I think they do need to relook at the pricing. I think. So mm. I'd probably give that. Probably a seven and a half. I just think the pricing can be quite a lot. Get more yeah. people in. Yeah, just bring back kid for a quid. That used to work, didn't it, back in the day? Yeah. As a season ticket yeah. holder, I'd rather it be full. So at the moment, we pay for yeah. season ticket holders in the Tilton about £17 a, ga- a game. So if yeah. you did adults to 20 quid, or if you did it like once in a while, like once every so often where you got an adult for a tenner, bring the kid for a pound, I'd rather it be full than... 
like Blackburn's apparently there's hardly anyone going again and you need you know you want the the atmosphere and more people come in the the youngsters are the future we don't get them in sooner rather than later we won't have a future yeah 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 I'm yeah, the same, sorry. I'm, yeah sorry, sorry, sorry Paul I was going to say um, I was, I'm the same as Claire you know most of us here are season ticket holders and I'm not I don't begrudge anyone for having a cheap deal you know as long as it's full you know, yeah, yeah. Where, where, are you, where, are you, where are you at, Mark? With off the field and on the field, man. I think I think on the field, I'm probably probably a seven point five. Although I'm still excited about the future, I think off the field, I'm probably probably an eight and a half. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I, I can't. To be honest, Paul, I can't wait till summer. No, no, no. I think that's going to be um, yeah. It's going to be hopefully yeah. the best summer for a long time. But uh, Alan, yeah. what's yours, mate? What are you? I I. I I I enjoyed I enjoyed uh, the the Gaffer's speech about Sunderland and and all the rest of it, but sitting in the uh, sitting on my shoulder is a little man saying, "But they gave a job to Wayne Rooney," and and I can't get past that to be honest. Yeah. Was it hotter? Uh, God, God God bless them for everything they've mm-hmm. done off the field, but they employed that man, and I I cannot get to the bottom of it. You are intelligent. Very successful businessmen. Yeah. Why did you make a decision like that? And 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 that that stops it being an, an eight or nine, it, and it cuts it down to a seven. You know, we we, we, we threw we thrown away thirty five points, thirty seven points. Just yeah. just we threw thirty half of that. Where would we be now? Goodness me. Yeah, yeah. Good point coming in from Jason Hughes, actually. To give some perspective on prices, I'll pay £16 to watch Weymouth in the National League safe. So it, everything's gone up, hasn't it? Everything, it doesn't matter yeah. what it is. You know, mm-hmm. so... Um, How much did yeah. you pay at Weymouth? 16, 16 quid. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, Hastings, Hastings are a, 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 a division below that. And uh, they, they charge that. Uh, yeah. For seniors, it's nine quid. Which is as much as I actually pay at Blues per per game. Um, yeah. uh, y- yes, football's not cheap anywhere. No. Um, you know, you really have to go down to the the real low echelons where they charge you a fiver or whatever. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Eastbourne East are in the conference proper, and they charge twenty. Yeah, yeah. And they're yeah. rubbish. A rubbish. Mm. Chris, what are you, mate? Uh, just just going back to what Alan said. Regarding uh, the appointment of Wayne Rooney, we have to we have to remember these people that are in the hedge fund and 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 and, uh, and they're not footballing people. They 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 have actually been advised by somebody, and I think cool. that's that's really the person we should be aiming our uh, problems at with Rooney. Yeah, Rooney. but we don't, there's no point looking back now, though. No, 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 that's right. No, that's right. You know, no, all no, all that's right. All it's, mistakes, it's all down to advice, isn't it? You know what I mean? They, yeah. yeah. They've made, they've made a mistake. Let's yeah. move on. They've cool. made a good choice now. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. you know, they've rectified it. They haven't let it, like, go on and on and on. Like we did with Zola, have they? It's not no. gone on for ages and ages and ages. They've no. cottled and all the yeah. equipment is stunk the place out for too long as well. Yeah, they've made so, a mistake. You know, and, and let's move yeah. on. Let's move on. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Let's just move forward. I'm even, I'm, it's even got out of my mind, to be honest. And he was even here now. Yeah. So, uh, but anyway, Chris, what are you? I'm probably on a, I'm off an eight, eight point five maybe on the field. Yeah. Probably about the same ish. 
Okay. Yeah. So it's, yeah. it's improved massively on the field. Oh, course, then, hasn't yeah, it? That's, yeah. I'm getting engaging from this. Oh, I think so. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Um, Craig, uh, I think I'm about in the lines of eight, eight point five off the field. Um, and I think seven, seven point five eight on the field at the moment. And you know, just, just going back as well on on some of the comments that have come through on the boards of what people are saying, and and it, it, it's valid what they're saying. You know, ticket pricing first of all. You know, to Claire's point is too high you know yeah, people yeah. are saying we look at the games that are upcoming and yes they've done so for Sunderland but we've got a midweek game against Blackburn where actually I think the most expensive ticket price is £35 yeah. it's half term they've missed the trick because yeah. there's one time you're going to get kids out late yeah. during the school holidays so that, that should have been yeah. kids for a quid game and an opportunity but also a fair few others saying great that they have rewarded those people that, that are, are going away from home and the platinum and gold members. There has been a question asked how much of that is down to the cock up over the West Brom tickets, which perhaps it was a little bit of a smoothener for what had happened, but I don't, you know, I, I don't begrudge those people. They spend thousands of pounds, not just on tickets, but travelling. So I don't begrudge them anyway. What I do think they need to do is look at the whole supporter base because as a season ticket holder, I'd love nothing more than to bring another three people down to the ground at a reasonable yeah. price. And I'm sure we could, we, we would all do it. Yeah. Also, one other point that people have raised is, yes, we made a mistake with Rooney, but they soon picked up the guts to sack him. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. yeah. And also, the last one that I'll shout out from the board, we made millions because of Rooney's name. Yeah. That part, we, we can't take away and... Yeah. I wouldn't say anything else. No, no. So, um, last but not least, Mark Meredith, what's yours, mate? Yeah, I think I'm still a seven, seven and a half on the field. I'm, I'm, I'm certainly getting there. I think I love Mowbray. I love the the style of stuff he's bringing in. I still think that you know actions speak louder than words, so to speak, as well. And we need those results. You know, we're still only four points off the bottom. Um, mm. We need those results. We need to drag ourselves away from that as quickly as we can. But I think we will. Um, yeah. just, that's where I'm at with that. Uh, off the field, eight, eight and a half. I think, you know, they've done a great job of turning around what was a dreadful period in the, for the club. Um, Ticket-wise, you know, um, I, you hear about the city and the community being so important and whatever else. Now, we have our own community department. You know, people know very well. I worked in the department myself. They work in thousands of schools around the, around Birmingham daily. You've got people like Claire who are school teachers and that sort of thing. Um, offer that half term, half, offer cheaper tickets to schools or to local grassroots football teams because yeah. they're your supporters right there. They're the ones that love to play football because that's what they're doing it for. And you know what? If they're a quid, their dad will still pay 15, 20 quid to get in so he can take his two kids to the game. Um, you know, it's so much better spending 22 quid and taking three people yeah. and it's your dad and or mom, whoever that's going to be, and, and the two kids, then um, them just spending 30 quid to set, you know, on their own. And we all know, obviously, when you get to the game, it's not just 30 quid. It's food, it's programs, it's beers, yep. maybe, it's whatever you, I know you choose to do that, but it's all a part of your match day experience. So it does become expensive, man. We're having the conversation right now. We're probably going to pay thousands of dollars for a World Cup ticket in 2026 
There mm. are people that do it because they want to be there, but there's not, you know, you've got to be, you've got to look out at some point at your, your true um, supporters and where they're coming from because the future is right in front of us at this grassroots level. Get these kids following them now, and and again, it will just it just continue to go for years. Mm-hmm. Bill, Bill Mintz asked. Bill Mintz asked you, how did we make millions out of Rooney's name? Merch. I don't, I don't, I don't, don't answer that. Merch. I don't know. I don't know. I, I didn't say it, but I don't know. I, I'm oh, intrigued yeah. to know what the answer is. So yeah, to answer both Bill and Jake, you know, uh, first of all, Jake, see, so you're shocked at the remark. We had additional income to the value to my knowledge of around a million and a half to two million pound within a couple of weeks mm. of Wayne Rooney being in the club through sponsorship additional info, uh, TV revenue various things that came in because of his name now I'm not I'm not advocating one little bit the appointment of him being there however if that million and a half or two million was enough to keep us within financial fair play then we've done a good job from that front. It may cost us more money to have got rid of him and take him out of his contract. However, he's bought that revenue in. His name alone probably bought a few people through the turnstile as well for that first game when he was back there. Definitely. So there's those things that all mains. Mm. Yeah. And I, like I say, not condoning the appointment, I, you know, he got to us all in the end. Um, they made the decision to, to get rid but he still bought money in. Um, there's a couple of others as well. Steve Portman shouted out, just to let everybody know, Sunderland game, right? So they've they've put out the video yeah. uh, of Wagner, but there's also five incentives. Claire's mentioned one of them for the platinum and gold supporters, bringing people in at a reduced rate and a certain number. There are, Mark, great shout with the schools. So for Sunderland, there are a thousand tickets that are being given away by the club to schools schools have just got to apply and see if they qualify for that criteria there's also an incentive around grassroots football so uh, one of the third incentives on there is £90 for three adults and 15 kids right that's a great offer it is the other one obviously is reducing the prices down Um, still, still, still too high but they have reduced the prices so they're doing as much as they possibly can at the moment, I think, within the realms that they can to get people in. I do wish we could go back to the kids for quid, but I actually now begin to question how much of our pricing may be being dictated by the EFL and the FA themselves. I know from an FA Cup perspective, for example, they stated a minimum price. Now, people will say, when you state a minimum price, you expect to be you know given a good day and everything else there's a lot of work still to do at St Andrews do I think we'll see a sellout at Sunderland no do I think we'll be close yes Mm. but the only way we can do it and the only way that we can show these owners is is to get people back down there and to me I go back to this midweek game against Blackburn right do a ticket it was £50 for both of the games across that weekend and that Tuesday night and kids maximum of a tenner they'd have got two, three, if not 4,000 more people going down to the ground so ticket pricing is, is definitely an area for, for discussion um, and 
they are doing some things, but they can do more. Does anybody and think that maybe getting to buy a ticket is 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 complicated for a lot of people? Does mm. anybody else think that? I mean, you know, like the old days, you could just turn up. Wouldn't it be great to have a section of the ground where you just turn up? We can't just pay on the gate. You can't pay on the gates anymore, can you? No, no. 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 Pay with your credit card. Well, you could just turn up at the turnstile and pay, pay with your credit card. No, no, you can't. No, you can't. No, but you, you should be able to. You should, you should be able to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I can understand them not wanting cash. Yeah. I can. Yeah, yeah. I've yeah. noticed. I've noticed a good question from Lilypad Chris a while ago, and um, yeah, saw that, just for yeah. a bit, just for a bit of fun, this is as well. And I like stuff like this, as we all know. Yeah, it's a good question. If, yeah, good play, if, if we could all play for Blues, what yeah. position would we play, and why? And also, what manager, if any, would you not play under, and why? <laughs> I'll, go, I'll go first. I'd obviously want to play up front because I want that euphoria of scoring a goal in front of the Tilton. Yeah, and I wouldn't want to mm. play for Steve Cottrell because he'd probably put me on the left wing if I was a striker. <laughs> <laughs> who would you want to play for just adding to that question Paul you know if there was one manager that you've seen who would you want to play for um I would say out of everyone I've seen mm. oh that's a tough one isn't it but I'd have to say Prime Brucey was pretty special weren't he in his early 40s when he first came that first sort of two or three years you know he was signing players that you'd never even dream of seeing in our colours wasn't they the likes of Forsal and Heskey and you know all yeah. these great players that we signed because Heskey was a great player when even though he got a lot of stick at the time he was he ran and, his uh, what it's off for us didn't he he worked he hard he did, he did. He did. He did. Mm. but yeah he, he I mean it's a tough one for me between it'd definitely be either Trevor Bruce or McLeish but I mean Trevor as well I would imagine Trevor was probably good to play for as well being such a great player himself as well but and we know, obviously, great players don't always make great managers, as we've experienced as well. But if I had to pick one, I'd go for Bruce. Uh, yeah. Just just a, a word about Heskey. His goals per game for us was his best in his career. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I liked that. him. Yeah. I really liked him. Yeah. Yeah. Go, on, go on, Claire, give us your answer. What position would you want to play in and, and who wouldn't you want to play for? And who would you want to, who would be the manager you would play for? Um, I think because I used to play like centre back or like defensive midfield, I like to do that. I like to let everybody else have a go and just might get my head on it. You do what I mean? Yeah. Um, who wouldn't I want to play for? Probably Rooney because just with his past <laughs> yeah. experience with women. Um, my mum wouldn't. My mum wouldn't be allowed to be near the uh, near the training ground, would she? Probably after. <laughs> Sorry, Mum. Um, who I would you can't want to stay there is probably Bruce. Probably, I think Bruce or Trevor because they were like the prime. Yeah. They were really, like when I was growing up, and I'd like to play next to like Darren Purse or someone like that. I think that'd be wicked. Good show, yeah. I wouldn't have minded playing in the Championship under Chris Hutton that season either, or, or Gary Monk that mm. season as well. Yeah, be, uh, that'd be enjoyable. Mm. Play up front with Marlon King or play up front with Shay Adams would have been. Uh, would have been good that season, wouldn't it? Them two particular seasons since in the last sort of 10 or 12 years, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. but yeah, Mark Meredith, what would, what would you say? Um, Centre-back. I'd uh, I'd have to be Claire's partner, so I'd, she was uh, knew what to do there at the back and uh, <laughs> carry, her, carry her a little <laughs> bit. You know? No reason about football now, Mark. That's <laughs> terrible. <laughs> I must be quite good at it. I'll do it, and you can do all the other stuff. You no, can no. I, I, to be fair, I, that's where I would have played growing up, anyway. So centre back would have been that. I was always 
Brucey was one of my favourites when I was growing up. I just I loved the hustle and bustle of heading the ball out and kick. obviously the game's changed a lot now. But then it was get the ball as far as you could or head the ball as far as you could, and and that was it. Um, I'd say Rooney right now um, for not, and I'd say John Eustace for, and that's big on me because I'm the type of person and player that would need the the arm around the shoulder a little bit, you know, good and bad. Um, to tell me obviously what I needed to do and, and to have that push and from what I see from the outside Eustace was very good man manager and got the team together and the whole um, camaraderie that way and then Rooney was very poor at that and, and then same players lost all their confidence and um, so that's really the reasons why I would choose those two mm-hmm. Okay, Craig? Um, it seems a bit repetitive this does but I know when I played I was a centre half so I'd, I'd love to Arsenal no free centre half yeah, yeah why not um, <laughs> I refuse to play up front <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I, the one thing I would say is though I'd, I'd like to have played alongside Liam Beige because that guy just it, he'd head a brick wall let alone the yeah. balls you know what I mean so uh, love to have played alongside him in terms of, of managers, Cottrell. Just no man management skills, no tactician whatsoever. So I'd never have played under him. Played four is quite a toughie, actually, because I'd like to roll three people together. Because for me, it would be Bruce, because of what you could learn from a defensive side of things. But I'd have Hewton, because I think tactically, and what he did with the team when he was there was just brilliant but for passion Lee Clark mm-hmm. I think yes. it's just if you could roll those three things together you're going to have a a, a great manager um, yeah. it's a good it's a great question though Lily mm-hmm. it really does get you thinking yeah, 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 yeah. we've got a really strong defence we just need some uh, some players around us now any goal is okay. <laughs> yeah. go on Watson what about you Oh, go on, what's well, yeah. I, 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 I was a back and yeah, as a score kid, my hero was Terry Cooper. Uh, I was, although I played more right back than left, uh, that's that's the style I wanted to play in. So Terry Cooper would definitely be up there, and the other one would be Gary Rowett, um, who was just a very, very, very good defender at right back and a centre half. Did anybody see uh, him play darts on Sky Sports? Yeah. Darts? Oh, wow. Did you, no. see, did you see? He got, oh. what, he got, he got 140, then he got over 280, oh. didn't he, with, with nine darts? No. Nice. <laughs> he was such a steady hand. It was, I tell you, he could turn to that game. He he's really one of them, isn't he? Rowie's one of them, and he's just good at everything. Yeah. No matter what yeah. he does, he's good. Yeah. Sorry, Al, I interrupted you, mate. Carry but on. The, um, yeah, well, I, I, I would, I would, I would want um, Gary Rowis as my mentor and, and, and instructor, and Terry Cooper as my inspiration. Yeah, good shout. Yeah, and what about the manager you wouldn't play for? Wayne Rooney. <laughs> yeah. I knew he was going to say that, Ro. Right? <laughs> in fact, in fact, I'd probably have hit him before, <laughs> before we got to the first training session. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm like you, Paul. I'd love to score in front of the Tilton on a yeah. Monday night. On a Monday, on a on a Monday night on Sky, playing then up the road, 
get the ball comes across, chest it down, and then got someone on my right calling for it. I'll turn, I'll spin, I'll smack it in. Sorry, I'm getting carried away. You dreamed about that one. That was my look, though. If I'd actually did it, if it would have happened in my life, it would have been during probably the lockdowns when there was nobody there. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> if there's I one thing as well, Mr. Adams, you couldn't possibly have had a person next to you to pay on the ball because you've got no friends. Yeah, there is, there is that. that. Yeah. Um, no, I'd, love to, I'd, love to, I'd love to score in front of Tilton. And I think my manager, I think I'd love to play under uh, Francis because he was Mr. Blues, you know, to, uh, to play under a blow like that. But like you said, I mean, m- you know, Brucey, McLeish, I think they'd all be good managers, even Mowbray. You know, yeah. it's a hard, yeah, it's a hard choice. I'd hate to. I'm, mm. I'm, I'm not everyone else, so I'd, I hate to play under Rooney. Yeah, I think if I played, I'd probably tell him what I thought of him. To be fair, nobody's mentioned Barry Fry as the <laughs> that manager. Was, that, that was mine. That was mine. You didn't come to me. Oh, yeah, okay. we'll come oh, so mine was Barry Fry. <laughs> yeah, I'd, yeah, I'd like I'd like to have played under Barry Fry just just for the just for the fun of it. You know what I mean? But I'd like to have been like a left right back in late 60s early 70s where you know you could hang around the goalposts and have a fag and stuff and have a chat with the, the crowd and <laughs> that like um, crunching the left back that'd be me yeah Chris at work today in one of our depots we've got a guy called Kevin and a guy called Francis right and I, actually, <laughs> I, sent, and I, and I sent an email to both of them so I put like hi Kevin stroke Francis <laughs> <laughs> so, and, that, and that made me smile <laughs> you could play. You could play up front next to Big Kev, couldn't you, Chris? For Barry Fry? No, you could play anywhere, Barry Fry. I yeah. mean, anybody could have played. <laughs> and what position would you play? I'd, I'd probably go left, left back. Yeah, that's yeah, Alan's. Yeah, left back. Crunch, a crunching left back. You know, anybody comes near me, just take him down, take him out. Is that what you played when you played? Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 And what about the massive? What about Sorry, what about the manager you wouldn't play for? Uh, probably be Cottrell, yeah. Cottrell. Yeah. Or Rooney. Yeah. Yeah, both of them. Yeah. 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 Okay. <clears throat> I, I've just got to read out, I'm sorry yeah, to interrupt, but I've got to read out Nigel Mann's comment here. He's, he's just being realistic on the board and he's saying, Mark Adams, you should be left back in the changing room. Hashtag yeah. no mates. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a mate now, Rove. We we got famous over the weekend, yes, yes, so you've got yes. me now. Yeah. That's it. That's a That's crack, pal. cracking picture, that was. Oh, no, she's just full. I'll set the door at that bit up. You're the new Phil and Holly. I've been, I've been binned off, Mark, but for you. He's <laughs> <laughs> oh, also next to me for a game, Paul. If you can cope with me for 90 minutes at the Blues, that's it, your friends. <laughs> <laughs> and Lilypad, who asked the question, has actually said herself that she'd play as a centre forward under Barry Fry. Definitely wouldn't want to play under Cottrell or that thing from down the road as manager. Mm. Which can I ask a question and throw out to viewers as well? If we could, if we were playing for Blues and we couldn't play at St Andrews, what away ground would you like to play at? Villa Park. Villa Park. Yeah, I want to score hat trick in front of the old ten. I, I just, I just wanted oh. to mention that I actually. Did have a shot at the tilt when I played for Birmingham Boys, which just missed. And I also had a shot at the Holt End when I played in the Cup Final at Villa Park, which just skimmed the crossbar. Oh, That's as close as I got. Imagine saying that you scored. School report for Watto was try harder. Exactly. Exactly. strikers. Yeah. I played in something called Bring Your Boots about six years ago, two years on the trot. And in the first time I played, I got a pre-assist. I actually played it to one player who passed it to the guy who scored. 
So that, that's so you exist. When did that? When did that come around? I, I, I just invented it, Claire, because I did it at the Blues. <laughs> <laughs> I just remember last time you invented something, it suddenly got around, bounce back ability, and fun believable, unbelievable. All right, can I ask another? Can I have another question then? Oh. I'm on a roll here. All right, if we could, if you could play against an opposition player and swap shirts with that player, who would it be? Oh. I've got Ever a counter question to that. <laughs> Just in, in, the, in the game today, in the modern game, if you could play against any opposition player and they swap shirts with you, who would you swap with? Today. Jude Bellingham. Jude, Jude Bellingham. Yeah. Yeah, Yomre. They haven't played the now. No, it's from today now, Come on, wait. Are you on about now yeah. or modern football? Now. now. I'll say it again for the third time, oh, Courtney. Oh, if you could play with someone. Lionel <laughs> Messi. Yeah, good shout, Mark. Bellingham. Yeah. Bellingham. Oh, I'm saying Jude as well, yeah. Yeah. I can't go. believe Cladding yeah. over Ethan Laird. That's a chance to get his shirts off. Well, I, I blew... He looked straight at me, didn't he, Mark, the other day? Yeah, and I just did. went... I just want his shirt or a video <laughs> or something. I'm turning into Mark. See, 90 minutes and I'm being like, please get me something. <laughs> uh, just to reverse <laughs> that question, who wouldn't you swap a shirt with? Any vile player. Any, any of them no. long yeah, any of them from around the corner. Yeah, that's killed. That I, I I would I would love to play against a Bangalore, but I I certainly wouldn't want his shirt. He would, I mean, he wouldn't have one when the game finished anyway. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> we got anything? Uh, we got anything lined up, Craig? Any squad game or anything? Uh, no, do you know I haven't done a squad game for oh, today. But one if job you, is if game. You give me five. I'll I'll do it for you just for that. But whilst, whilst I'm looking for squad game, we'll talk about uh, the ladies. Um, yep. So, um, unfortunately, we ended that winning streak yesterday um, with uh, a disappointing result uh, at Watford. But, um, you know, I'm sure it's one of those ones when we everybody's like looking and thinking, oh, panic stations, fifth in the league, we're not going to do anything. But actually, I look at the positives here. It's, we've got a game in hand against Reading who are a team that are really 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 struggling and uh, I would desperately hope we uh, would get a result Reading against Reading won yesterday they did but they're still struggling they're still struggling and yeah. also we have so are Watford still to play Watford the bottom of the league um, <laughs> were, were. Um, but there's, 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 you know we've still got these these big teams to come to St Andrews we've still got them to, to play and you know next Next game of St Andrews is against uh, Southampton on the 18th of, of February. And, you know, again, we can do well against these teams and we can take it forward in the league. And I still believe that, that we can win this league at the end of it. Um, we've got a squad that's just gelling. Um, yeah, you know, everybody has a game day. I know, unfortunately, we had one yesterday, but still believe we can do it. And they're still back his team and, and as get as many people as possible down to St Andrews to support them you know it's it's both sides of the game Birmingham as a men's team are going to keep ourselves in the championship there's the positive now let's back these ladies back into the women's Premier League um, hopefully as well we're still working on on getting Darren and a few of the ladies onto the show so that we can talk more around what they do and how things go but there's some real positives Really good things. Uh, nice to see Keris Harrop actually as the uh, the co-commentator for Saturday's game as well. So um, the, the ladies' game's on the up. 
and we, we can do more as we've seen with the men's that weekend as well there are offers to get down to the women's game so uh, and don't forget the season ticket holders you get a free ticket we get tickets through the show so please if people want to go let us know and also at this point got the Aussie tickets alright we got an, an, an adult and a child in the Arthur's area so if you know anybody that can't get down there but would love to go let us know and we can make sure that if they are available we can get them a ticket because we want to support them and so do the people over in Oz mm. um, Michael Woods has just mentioned the 26th of February yep, yep. At, um, at so-called studios as well in, in, in ACOTS Gree we're mm-hmm. doing a live event there and Tickets are selling, I believe, are they, Chris? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They're oh, more so than, more than half right. Yeah, yeah. There's still a few tickets left. Uh, but yes, there, there will be participation, audience participation. Yeah, we'll have a, a case in the audience so you can you can join in. That's yep. good. All looking good. good. Stuff. All looking good. Lilypad's got my brain going now. I want to play from the decade, from the last four decades. So 90s, 2000s, 2000s. Actually, let's do five. 80s, 90s, 2000s. 2010s and 2020s. So I want the best player from each decade that you're going to pick. A blues player, yeah. obviously, yeah. God, that's yeah. Sort of nice. One player from wow. each decade, yeah. I wasn't alive in the 80s. Mm. So you can do free, Claire. <laughs> I, I was only four in the 80s. Anybody younger, give me as many as you can that you can remember from it. You're only allowed one player from each decade. Okay. Can I go first then? Yeah, go for it. Um, 90s. Oh, this is when I get it all wrong, isn't it? I'm just trying. I would say Brian Hughes. Yeah, signed in yeah, 1996. That was my 90s one. 2000s, I would say I loved, like, AJ. Yeah, okay. Andrew Johnson. He was my yeah. favourite. Yeah. 2010, 2020. Ooh, it's toughy that one is, you know. Mm. You got the League Cup winning team, ends, ain't you? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I would reckon. Ooh, Zigich. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, he was a good player. And now, well, we haven't had many, have we? Probably Jude. Yeah, that's a good shout, Jude. Yeah, he'd be the player that's played for us in the 20s, definitely. I would go 90s. I mean, Stan has already signed in 1999, didn't he? So yeah. would that be classed as 90s or have you got to play a bit more than that? I mean, Mark Ward, Steve Claridge, there's some great players in the 90s. But yeah, that's great. If I had that. to pick one, I'll, I'll go for I'll go for uh, Stan from 1999. And then in the 2000s, it's got to be Dugarry, isn't it? He was just, mm-hmm. he was just incredible for six months. Um, and I know he's, he hasn't got the longevity there as the likes of you know, your Damian Johnsons and players like that and Mike Taylors in, in those days. But he was just special, wasn't he? Do Gary was unbelievable. And mm-hmm. Forsell deserves a mention there as well. So I'll mm-hmm. go for Do Gary. In the 2010s, I'll go Seb Larson. Um, and then in the 20s, I think it's it's hard not to say Djokovic, but yeah, I'd agree with Jude, Claire. I'd agree with you on Jude. Go on then, let's go around the room. I'll, I'll give you one from the 80s, Julian Dix. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and this is my fullbacker coming out again. Uh, the nineties, uh, Gary Ravis. Yeah, good player. Uh, 
Tins, oh, Gary Ferguson. Yeah, good show. And uh, what have we got next? The twenties, Jude, obviously. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, I've got I've got four videos of him playing, and I watch. I, you know, when I when I've got nothing else to do, I, I I just watch him again. I watched that goal against Charlton, which which I was there for. Uh, and you know, I just purr every time I see it. The, the, yeah. the whole thing's just beautiful. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. In the eighties, I I caught obviously the mid to late eighties, and uh, I would probably go from what I saw in the eighties. Was Nigel Gleghorn playing in the late eighties, or was yeah, he more? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so I go, I go with Nigel Gleghorn in the eighties. What I saw, yeah. I, I like Simon Sturridge a lot as well. He was good, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. Sturridge didn't mind. Yeah. What about you, Mark Meredith? I think Sturridge for sure, eighties, late eighties, nineties. Steve, I'm going to say Steve Bruce. I know he didn't play for too long, but again, Bruce, he came from, he was one yeah. of my heroes growing up anyway, and came from United's captain to to where he was. So, Brucey, um, it's definitely Brian Hughes there as well. There's a little load, isn't there? Definitely deserves attention as well, didn't he, in the 90s? Dev, Dev's for sure, yeah. yeah. Um, Jeff Horsfield then in the 2000s, I thought Horse was was great. Um, yeah. Like, obviously, Christoph, um, but Horse was just one of those... Christoph was amazing, but only on the loan period, where Horse yeah. was one of us for a while. Yeah, um, I'd, I'd agree with that. Yeah, and then probably obviously you're going to have to go Jude. Then again, Jude wasn't there too long, but um, so it's a difficult one. But it was just, what was done for the club is, is, I think, has to be chosen. Yeah. Yeah. What about ends? Uh, that's a tough one as well. I liked uh, I liked Fabrice. Um, yeah. Liked Gary McSheffrey for a couple of seasons. Yeah, they were more late double O's though, weren't they? Oh six, oh seven, more around that time. Yeah, yeah. So to, to 2019, isn't it? Yeah, I'm trying to think. It's tough. All right, come back to that one. I'll copy someone else later. <laughs> <laughs> Have we had everyone's now? Sorry, yeah, we 80s, 80s, Gleghorn. Yeah. You know, and and that goes goes into the early nineties as well. Actually, you know, across across yeah. that one, yeah. Um, <coughs> the lights, yeah, you know, yeah. I think uh, the the oh, it really is tough. I'd probably say I'd probably say Steve Bruce actually into the, mm. to, to that time um, into into the into the two thousands. There was one player that for me was massively underrated by a lot of people, but was phenomenal for our club, and that was Kenny Cunningham. Mm. Oh yeah, what a player! Mm. <laughs> Jake Birmingham, follow Runzo Akenla for the eighties, Miguel de Souza for the nineties. You might, you might, you might, you might, you might Bonk's just come up again as well, Rob. Oh, Eric Bonk for the um, yeah, I said that last week. <laughs> yeah, I know you did. Back. Yeah, uh, Ferdinand Coley and Bernard Son. <laughs> great, great team. Great five aside. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Craig. Carry on. No, no. I was going to say uh, uh, the tens. I am really struggling with I'm the tens to think that. of just one person that yeah, stood out. The now, I'm Jude. Yes, everybody can say Jude, but uh, Djokovic He's just been. He's just been solid. For, for the club and and you know he he wears his heart on the sleeve and and he, he he'll just be remembered as forever Birmingham City so I think for me I'd just I'd put him in there mm. 
I, I'm still struggling with me with, with the another, tens. You know another, who would be best? Another couple of my favourites in the nineties: Louis Donoa and Jonathan oh, Hunt. Oh, well, yeah, yeah. Jonathan um, Hunt, weren't yeah. Hunt was on a par with Hughes, wasn't he? We were sport with with flair players in that time, weren't we? We had Jonathan Hunt, and then we had Brian Hughes, didn't we? One after yeah. the other. Just, yeah, right. Which but, very um, similar, very similar players, Paul, weren't they? What was four yeah, sell? Yeah. What you what 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 decade was four selling? Was it in tens? Two thousands, two thousands, yeah, two thousand and three. Four sell signed on loan originally, yeah. and then we signed him, didn't we? After that, mm. yeah. Well, the 2010, 2010s, Craig. You have Stephen Carr. Well, I was going to say nice little segue, uh, but actually, Stephen Carr thinking about it probably would be my my twenty tens. But a nice little segue into the fact he uh, he will be joining us on next week's show, so it's going to be a, a great one. And you know, for those that haven't seen, we've got some great people coming up over the next few weeks. So Stephen Carr next week, followed the week after by another captain in Michael Morrison. We then do our live show, and we're then followed by our third captain of the trio in in terms of Harley Dean joining us at the beginning of March as well. So we've got some great, great guests over the next few weeks. Mm. Chris, do you want to go? Uh, yeah, so, so in that order, so I'll, I'll probably go for Hoppy in the eighties. I think just for his, oh yeah, good start, just, yeah. just just for his passion for for the blues, really. Um, you can play. He'll play a bit though, couldn't he as well? Oh yeah, yeah, well, yeah. He signed, yeah. signed for Man City, didn't he? Yeah. Um, no, he was a good player. Uh, probably uh, then, probably Brian Hughes, uh, De Gary. I'm a bit. I'm stuck in. I'm, I'll probably go. I'll probably go Carr in the tens and yeah. And to keep along with everybody else, I'll go for Jude as well. Yeah. 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 Nice little. Uh... Nice little game that was. You got does that give you enough time to get squad game together? Now, I right? have actually got a squad game. Yes, and it is. Um, so we're, we're talking the uh, 2006, 2007 season. Um, so uh, Steve Bruce was our manager during that time, and we were promoted a second from the championship. So should be uh, plenty of names that we can think of as we as we go through this. But what I'm after is. Uh, Squad number eight to start off with, and then I'm looking at squad number fourteen, and finally I want to end on squad number twenty nine. Okay, I think I know who eight was. I think there was two eights. Yeah, mm. was it uh, Andy Cole was one, wasn't it? Andy yeah, Cole David, was one David of the eights. David done the other one. Yeah, so you've killed the number eight. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, lads. Fourteen was DJ. Was Twenty-nine McShuffle. Was he another one? He, uh, he was seventeen. Wasn't McShuffle? Was he seventeen? Uh, Fourteen was, was DJ Campbell. Either. Seventeen was Neil Dance. Well, it sounds like McShuffle in my book. <laughs> <laughs> fourteen, did you say, Mark? Then, yeah. DJ Campbell, fourteen. It was know. indeed. You want the right. twenty-nine as well? Oh, this is really bad. You know the 29 as well, don't you? So keep it quiet for a bit. Let's give it to everybody I, I, else. I, I, I worked for the club at that, that year. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. I was the kit, I was the kit man. I'm going to say, were you the kit man? <laughs> <laughs> well, at which point, I'm going to also ask you for number 23 and 19, if you work for the club at that time. There's a challenge for you. So I'll do 29 first. Yeah. 29 was Adam Ledwings, Led, Led, Led the goalkeeper. He was indeed. Nine, 19 was Peter Till. My buddy. <laughs> Give you that one. Who was 23? Uh, oh. Matthew Biley. 
Burley. <laughs> oh, Jesus, you got that as well? <laughs> I, I'm impressed with you. That was, a, that was a good year for me. You've uh, upset Paul that much that he's dropped off oh, as no, well. He's, <laughs> he's asking to come back in. Shall we let him in or what? No. <laughs> Can I just do um, a quick shout out? Because um, I met Richard the other day at the West Brom games. It was lovely to meet you and thanks for Richard, the support you Richard give us. On the show. I don't know. He just went high on Richard. One job. He was, he was actually he was scared of Mark. That's why he just said, "Oh, Richard, yeah, there we go." Have we got all them numbers? Because I got cut off. Yeah, we, we, we have yeah. Kids. Mark got them Scarily all. Scarily and Mark more. Got them all. Yeah. As soon as I mentioned Andy Cole, I got binned off. <laughs> <laughs> Mark, Mark did the printing for the shirts. That's why no. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> who, who were they then? So you've got Andy Cole eight and David Dunn, and then fourteen was that DJ Campbell? Was that right? Was yeah. indeed, yeah. And twenty nine was twenty nine. Adam Lenskins. Uh, okay. So that, 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 so that was squad that game. Was squad game. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, oh, just a little question to everybody: thoughts on the transfer window and how things went. Um, so we had three in, a yeah. uh, few few youngsters going out. I think the last day we could have seen more. Um, in terms of, of outgoings, but you know they didn't materialise. Um, but yeah, what, what's the uh, panel's thoughts on on how things went and uh, what, what we did do? It was quite um, a day. Wasn't it? What were you? It was a quite it was a quiet day, wasn't it? All in all, on transfer deadline day, we all do it, don't we? We all stay up till half eleven, hoping mm-hmm. that it's going to across, come across the bottom that we signed Lionel Messi. But um, <laughs> yeah. you know, um, we didn't. Josh Andrews, Josh Andrews. No, we didn't, oh, Chris. Unfortunately, I, I, I love the way they big it. I love the way they big it up on Sky Sports as well. And then some bloke's gone to Swindon, like in in yellow, in like massive text on the side of the screen. Yeah, as though it's massive news because that's the only thing that's going on, really. Yeah. But uh, Josh Andrews, Josh Andrews went, didn't he? Where did Josh Andrews go? Remind me. Gillingham was it Gillingham? On a permanent, yeah. 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 So all the best to him. Then I was hoping at one point he was going to be. You know, because I've never, I've only seen AJ that's been involved in our academy as a striker, really. That's come in and been any good as a striker. You know, in all those, all these years. You know, I think the last yeah. one before that was probably Trevor, wasn't it? Mind you, Simon Sturridge as well was was good as well. Yeah, wasn't it? yeah Sturridge and um, yeah, Sturridge. <laughs> <laughs> but there yeah. isn't many. Bro. Am I missing anyone? Running, sir. What Wayne Clark? What Wayne Clark? Who's the guy that went off to America? Mark. Mark like. Meredith. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, the intelligent one. <laughs> Gordon. Went off to Texas. Who's, who's gone off to Texas? Players gone off to Texas. Gordon. Oh, oh Gordon. that's it. Yeah, no, no. Uh, yeah. Sorry, we, don't, we, don't, we digress anyway. Um, so that, that's my answer anyway. A quiet day overall. But yeah, I think the players that we've signed will improve the squad. And uh, I don't know a lot about uh, the South Korean player. Um, yeah. You know, but from what you've said so far obviously Dazelle had a decent game on Saturday as well and Pritchard as well so yeah hopefully they'll strengthen us and we can start to climb up the table I I, I, I could I have to say it was uninspiring solid but mm. I'm, I'm not criticising any of the signings no. uh, don't know enough about them yet and but you know without a striker we you know you, you could get 
if you get Lionel Messi in our midfield, then he wouldn't find he wouldn't find somebody to score a goal. Hmm. And, and and that's I mean, it, I understand why we didn't, uh, and all the rest of it. But you know, I just I, I like you sat there for I didn't I didn't stay up till half eleven watching it, but during most of the afternoon, I'm sitting there thinking, come on, just just pull pull a rabbit out the hat, you know, somebody. I'd 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 have, I'd have accepted uh, Lyle Taylor, uh, you know, any anybody, anybody <laughs> who can score. Uh, I mean, Lyle Taylor's playing for Cambridge now. I think Cambridge, yeah. Uh, uh, Cambridge, but some just somebody, you know. Um, <laughs> thinking about it, I, 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 I'd have accepted Josh Anhews, you know, <laughs> because it, he always looked like he was going to be the replacement for Juki, wasn't he? You know, the big, big lad, and he scored goals, good with his head. Uh, always did well. When he went on loan, he always did well, scored goals, uh, and came back to us and nothing. And he got sent out again somewhere else and did okay again. Mm. Do, we, do, we, do we think the team, do we think the squad now is better? Claire, question to you, actually. Do you think the squad now is better than what it was this time last year with the likes of Trusty, Hannibal and Chong, etc.? Um, I think that's a tough one, really. I think Trusty Hannibal and that lot, they had a bit more experience within the league. I think I was quite happy with the window. I think it was a lot more than we thought. If you've got Pritchard for 100,000, you've got Sunco for free, Dazelle on loan, we kept JJ, we kept uh, Sandsfield. The only thing was is that we didn't get rid of some of the high earners. But you're not going to with their contracts out at the end of the season. So... I think that they've played it really, really well. If you had said to me, we're bringing in so many players, I would have been happy. I think a striker was needed. But yeah. again, we've got, hopefully, we've got enough. Even with Hogan being on the bench, I thought, actually, for Mowbray's first game, Hogan wasn't that bad because he will still run for you. And I was surprised he didn't come on against mm. West Bronx. I think, Rob, you said, you know, if he came on, he scored a hat-trick there last season. Yeah, you might thing, get something. And I think, you know, you could have put Jay on the right. I just thought when he did bring on all these players, the midfield seemed to get really, really congested. It was like that they were fighting for space for each other, which hopefully we'll see a difference. Um, but, yeah, like... I, I think they're all different players, aren't they? I think Trusty brought a lot of experience. Hannibal did as well. Chong did. I just think that we've got to give them time to settle in. And, you know, I mean, Sheffield Wednesday play tomorrow or Wednesday. So we've had longer. So we'll see what happens. But I think we've had a good window. Goalkeeper, yes, we might need them. But apparently Ruddy's going to be back sooner, I've heard. Right. So... Heatheridge just needs to work on his distribution because he threw the one ball to Laird. He nearly knocked him out. He was so <laughs> high up. <Yeah. laughs> you know what I mean? And then he, <laughs> he threw it. He threw Laird's head. And Laird was just like, oh, okay then. Um, but I just Did you show something, yeah. Claire? Laird was, like, Laird was looking at Claire. That was the problem. He didn't see the ball. Yeah, I'd, I'd give him a hand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we had, we had a good comment coming from Nigel Mann there. He just said that, um, let's face it, we have a better manager and better owners. What more can we ask for yeah. than what we had this time last year? Which is yeah. fair point. You can't argue with that, can you? Yeah. I think for my, for my, I think the three players we brought in are, are, are going to strengthen the squad. Um, I just think 
it's three midfield players. And if you look at our midfield players that we have in the club, um, we've probably got enough midfielders now to actually put a team out. Um, you know, yeah. with JJ and Bakuna and Belic uh, and Sunich and, you know, the three that just brought in and then George Hall to come back. And so it would have been nice to try maybe a centre back or a striker just in the mix. Yeah. But, um, you know, I think he, I think under his thoughts, is that if he moves Bellic back to centre back, then he brings Dazal in to take Bellic's position. Um, he wasn't 100% sure on JJ. That was the reason why Pritchard or um, the South Korean came in. And then again, Pritchard, when he's fit, I think can play in that 10 just behind Stansfield and be that extra striker that may score goals. So I think he's got a definite mm. idea of what the three were going to do. Mm-hmm. Um, we just, as fans, we just want, like you say, we just want the Lionel Messi striker in. Um, and that's not, you know, we have to be realistic enough to the three signings that we made uh, are at the level that we need to be right now. I think Pritchard's a big steal. I really do. Um, and then the others are, you know, they'll do a job. Mm. Man's made a great comment. He said it's actually for the first time in a long time, we've got creditable options on the bench and we can switch it up. Which I think he's, he's a fair comment. That's true. Not as strong as we would like, but we can swap things about now. Mm. Yeah. No, no, you have to have a bit of strength in depth because we, we have been, well, in all my life watching the Blues, really, we've been riled, you know, by injuries, haven't we? We always have injuries, don't we, at Blues? You know, it's always the same. And, you know, you do need quality players to come in and replace them just so that you don't, you know, you don't miss them as much. And, you know, dare I say it, Claire, you're probably going to pull me up on this, but, you know, we, 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 Laird's the best right back we've got, don't get me wrong, but I thought Drama really did cover him well, didn't he, when he played? Okay. Yeah, I think Drama is an overall player, isn't he? He can play in the left, he can play in the middle. I would definitely yeah. sign him out of probably all the people on loan. He would be, you know, he can play anywhere. Even if you yeah. put him up front, he'll probably still do a job for you. So yeah. I think he would be one um, that you'd go for. Yeah. But Hopefully, well, hopefully he's back sooner rather than later because I think we did need him, especially you know with Buchanan and that. But you know, would you drop long for Sanderson? I think we do need Sanderson back in there for a bit of pace. I think Billy and Sanderson together would be probably the main thing. Yeah, yeah. Any more questions coming in for us, Chris? Or uh, there's quite a few, but I think we need to move to predictions, don't we? As well. Okay. We? Yeah. yeah. I'll start us off then. I'll go for. I'll go for 3-1 Blues on Friday night. Craig? Uh, I'm going to go 2-1 Blues Friday night. Mark Meredith? Uh, nasty little 1-0 away. Nice. Claire? Well, I'm hoping because I'm literally flying there from work. I say a 3-0 win, so we'll see. Rob? I'm going to say 2-1 as well. 2-1 Blues. Okay. Yeah. Watto? 2-0. 2-0. Chris, got to keep a clean sheet. Yeah, got to keep a clean sheet. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I, I, I don't think uh, Wednesday will score at all. Yeah, I'm, I'm probably going for a, I'll go for a three nil. Nice one. Three-nil I hope you're right. A lot of people on the message board are going for, uh, for two nils. Uh, we've got uh, Mandy Irving says that uh, it'll be Blues winning two one. Nigel Mann reckons, unfortunately, it's going to be a poor draw. Uh, Trevor Malloy said uh, Blues four two. Steve Kimberley says two nil Blues. Scarily, Chris, there's a lot of people saying they want it to be 6 0 and for yeah. you to present the show naked at the live show. I'm ready. Well, <laughs> oh. song, song and book it, I'm ready. 
but there's a lot of people also saying that if that happens, they want a refund. If you wear a thong, our special guest will have to be Chong, so we've got Thong and Chong. <laughs> and he won't be wrong. <laughs> we just uh, need a Hobbrook, We say 1-0 Blues for Stansfield to score. Jake Birmingham says 5-1 Blues. Michael Woods a cheeky 1-0. Um, and Paul Lilly finally blows to win 4 1. Oh. Well, there we go. Mm. Crikey, that, that's it's a must really. win. That's as simple as that. I don't care if it comes off someone's ankle, an own goal. It's a dodgy decision. We have to win on Friday. Mm. Mm. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we, we, need that, uh, we need that springboard now, don't we? Because I think that I think Mowbray's good enough and the squad's good enough as well, you know, to. to you know, go and win like three or four games on the trot. You know, they can do it, I think. Start to climb up the table a bit. Because I'm yeah. sick to death finishing 17th or below. I've got to finish oh, in 17th. Hmm. If anyone at the club's listening, make sure we finish above 17th this season because that's progress. It's getting boring. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> well, there we go. Any more, oh, any, more, any more questions for us, Chris, I think comments? we've gone over time, so I think that's it, uh, Paul. We, uh, yeah, is that, the, is that the end? We're wrapping that's, up then, okay? That's so it. We've been, We're wrapping up. So we've been the Tilton Talk Show yet again, and um, it's good night from me, Paul Hipkiss. Thank you, everyone, for watching. And it's also good night from Mark Meredith at work in Dallas, in America, looking very serious. Good night from me, and it's a good night. <laughs> Never serious. Good night from Robe. <laughs> yes, good night from me, and it's good night from Claire Giblin. Good night from me. See you on Friday, and it's a good night from Craig. And uh, it's a good night from me. Good night from the chairman. And it's a good night from me and a good night from Chris. Why am I always last but one? <laughs> you know we go in I have order. to work out who hasn't been. <laughs> good night, Chris. And it's a good night from me. Good night. See you later. All right, John, boys. Understand my message, by the way. 